You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. on that ride home. I hope it's not too bad out there for you. I guess it was a little bit, uh, it was a little heavy. I can't lie. Today was a little heavy out there. But I'm hoping that you get through it. I'm hoping that we provide the energy that you need in order to get through that traffic. And if you are already home and chilling, then, you know, kick your feet up and relax and enjoy the show. Uh, We definitely have a good one today. Um, As I told you yesterday, we our guest that was supposed to be on yesterday. He says he's going to make it today. Yay. Okay, so uh, that'll be the latter part of the show. We are expecting Barry Brewer Jr. to call in today. Remember, um, tomorrow, I believe tomorrow, Thursday is the day, actually, that he is going to do his live stand-up comedy, and that's at the Saban Theater. We have tickets for you, actually. Why don't we go ahead and, and get a, give a, well, we'll wait for a quick moment because, you know, here I am getting ahead of myself. <laughs> um, but I'm so excited for his show. He will be calling in, so we'll talk to him a little bit later on today. Um, the rest of the show is going to be awesome, too, because we are talking about a really good topic with a great contributor as well. If you would like to call in, you can do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You could also join us over in our YouTube chat right now. Um, let's get the party started <laughs> and um, say hello. It's just a good idea. And what else is a good idea is to follow us on all of our social media platforms, KBLA 1580 as well as my profile, my Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff is Robin Ayers. It's just at Robin Ayers. Very simple. Um, let's get into a couple of updates. First of all, here's the here's the big update. I have to say, I have to shout someone out. And I wish I had a name to shout out. I just don't. Someone, some beautiful person has been sending you know, letters and and praises and gifts and all of that stuff. Actually, to Andy, as well as myself, we are both celebrating birthdays this month. And this beautiful person wrote a very beautiful birthday wish um, card. And there's a letter in here. And it's telling me how special my children are. You know, this this letter got me hype. And it's a gift card as well. I mean, I wish you left your name. But I, I obviously I, I can assume <laughs> that you want to remain anonymous. But whoever you are, thank you so much for this, um, for sending it up here to the station. And on behalf of Andy as well, he would like to say thank you, too. So uh, we definitely appreciate that. And by the way, I will not be here on my birthday. I won't be here for two days that week. So uh, as, as you've been hearing over the airwaves, we have a very special talk that's going to happen, um, the one-year anniversary. So you guys probably have been listening to that promo, but that date is going to be the 9th, and uh, the 9th as well as the 12th, I will not be here. Okay, so just so you know, I'm, I've got my birthday off. Hey, now. <laughs> That's Thursday. I'll remind you again uh, just, you know, when the time comes. Okay. The Jasmine brand exclusively reported that Mariah Carey and Lee Daniels have started casting for her TV biopic. Interesting. I don't think I've ever seen anybody 
even attempt to portray Mariah Carey because let's keep it real. Not many people can. You know, you have to have a very special voice. You have to have a very special look. She is very unique in all ways, but they are going to try. They are going to try and bring us the perfect Mariah Carey for uh, this biopic. And I am excited to see what they come up with. So that's happening right now. They're they are casting and trying to find the person that they want to portray her. Um, okay, Andy, we have some music. I mean, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I thought you were going to come in with Latoya Luckett, uh, Torn. Torn is the perfect topic. Let's go ahead and get into the Raw Report, Andy. Now it's time for a breakdown. It's the perfect topic because Latoya Luckett is, is, is trending right now on social media. She says... This is a a woman who has been married twice. She says that her next marriage, in her next marriage, her husband will come first before her children. Um, You may not be surprised by by that. In fact, you might agree with her. And there are polls already going on on social media. I will put up a poll as well. But I need to find out, is is this the right move? Is Latoya Luckett saying that she's going to put her husband first, the right move? Because here's the caveat. He is not the biological. He will, he won't be the biological father of her two children who were from her, her former husband. Well, we are going to talk about it. If we have enough time, we might actually get to a Kelly Rowland clip as well. We might talk about that before our interview with our awesome contributor uh we'll get started on all of this on the other side you are listening to the raw report on kbla talk 1580 stay there what's going on what's going on everybody it's your boy denzel whitaker and i'm on the raw report well i'm excited to have this guy come back on into the raw report we had him here very recently and i was like he is so good i like his insight of course uh he is uh, a reporter he's a host he has the Chris Gunther Show. Please welcome back to the Rob Report. Chris Gunther, how are you today? Robin, what's going on with you? Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you, too. I'm chilling, chilling, you know, feeling good on this Wednesday. And, um, you know, glad to have you here with us as well. And it's going to be another short show for us because, you know, I do have an interview. But I want to go ahead and jump right in so that we can unpack this. I know, I know you're going to have some things to say. And I also know that you had taken a look at my my um, Instagram. I posted something on my Instagram, a poll, that basically asked everyone what I'm asking you here inside of our YouTube, which is, as a woman, should a woman put her husband before her kids, if he, especially if he isn't the biological father of those children? We, I wanna, I wanna play for you the clip that Latoya uh, Latoya Luckett she's talking about. I also want to play, I'm also going to mention and reference biblical scripture here because she's referencing the Bible. But I, I definitely want to hear from you all. If you are, if you find yourself knowing all things about the Bible and what, <laughs> what things say about women putting men or their husband before the children, I don't think it explicitly says those things, but you know, hey, I'm always down to be educated, but let's go ahead and get into this clip and let Latoya Luckett speak for herself. Um, And understand that, no, if we get married, they don't come first. It's you. You know, once you become, become, and I learned that. Like you you said, if you get get married, your husband will become priority. 
And then the children? That's the biblical order, right? So I try and go by the biblical order, even though that's harder said than done. And it's, I've been on the other side of that not happening Mm. twice. And it's, it does interfere a little bit because you're like, when you get married, right? And you become someone's wife. And then there are other things that come before you. You feel it immediately, especially when you've been waiting to be a wife and be first or, you know, feel like, you know, desired in that position. Like it can it can be it can be a thing. Mm. You can be a thing. And it's harder to say as a mom with two kids because nothing should come before your kids. No, I, I don't. I don't like should, you know. Right, right. There's no should, you know, like everybody has what works for them. And like the Bible says this and this may work for this. And you can believe in the Bible and then still feel this way. And like, I think that. Okay, let's go ahead and and talk about this very quickly, Chris. I'm going to throw it to you because I am just I'm fascinated by this conversation. But I want to know from a man's perspective, you know, you are you are in the family as well. You have uh, kids and and all of that. Let me know your thoughts on what Latoya Lucky says. Is she in the pocket or is she off on this one? Latoya Luckett is 100 percent right. And let me tell you why. Number one, because she (laughs) acknowledges. And, yeah, you've had me on before, and I appreciate it. But last time I came as a straight shooter, this time is the exact same thing. (laughs) She's number one. She's not wrong because she said it's biblically correct. Wait, hold on a second, Chris. Hold on. We're getting a little uh, mix-up. It's sounding like a robot on your phone. I don't know if you are, uh, if there's Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. No, so try to put us on the phone so we can hear you clearly. Do we have no, you? I'm actually okay. on the phone now. You are okay, perfect. Let's let's. Uh, c- can you go ahead and restate what you were what you were talking about? I got you. Well, the first thing I said was the first time I was on here, I was a straight shooter, so I think I'm gonna keep that same mindset. Second thing is Latoya is not wrong. She's 100 right because she said in the biblical terms. The key thing is biblical. If she is a believer and this is what she believes in and this is what she's practicing then she is not wrong because the scripture clearly states that God is the head and the husband is the head. You know, God first, husband, wife, and then children. However, Uh what I will say is that if her and her now, um, her and her now husband, if they do not have any biological children together, Uh then Latoya still needs to always remember that even though you not have, you know, a, a husband, you were a mother before you met him. And you don't ever want your kids to feel like, mom, you placed this man in front of us mm. because that is going to build up some unnecessary resentment between you and your children. While I 100% believe in the Bible and I 100% believe in making sure that wives honor and respect that. Uh oh. We, we, I feel like we lost you, Chris. For, we, I feel like we lost you for a quick second. I heard most of what you said, but you said, however, and now we lost you. Are you there? You get, yes, I'm still here. Okay. Some, you got to get to a place where uh, maybe the Wi-Fi isn't, um, it's not interfering. But you said, however, I, I got you all the way up until there. Okay. So what I was saying was, what I was saying was this. You do not want, as a husband, you don't ever want your wife to feel as if now I have to come before your children, especially because the children were here before me. If anything, 
the husband is going to love your children just as much and make sure that your kids never feel ne- that they never feel neglected. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. Hold on. Before we before we go any further, I have all kinds of questions, by the way. I am not first of all, Latoya Lucky, just as a quick uh a quick caveat she's not married yet again she had two husbands she's now divorced uh, to both of them she has her two children young children by the way um Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say less than 10 years old for sure for both both kids um she is looking to be married again and she's saying in her next relationship she will place her husband as a priority over her children when she says that's biblical, and here's where I need everybody else to come in at, because on YouTube, you guys are saying a woman should not put her husband before her kids. 67% of you say no. But then on Instagram, I did a, I did a poll there, too, and 79% of people say absolutely she should put her husband first. Well, here's the thing. I can understand that, but I also don't come from a place where I'm not married to the kid to the father of my kids. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why it's hard for me to weigh in. But I can say this. I'm gonna jump into since we were talking about since you're saying you, you leaned into the biblical scripture, since she since she's citing biblical scripture or you know, a biblical principle, then sort of she gets the um she gets the uh, sort of the the leniency of saying, you know, all right, maybe maybe I, I go with her on this side. But when the in 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 those days when the Bible was written, doesn't it insinuate or are we? Because first of all, like I said before, there is no. I looked it up. I was searching because I want to know. There is nothing that explicitly talks about a woman putting her husband before her children. There's nothing. There does talk about a woman should you know love love her husband. There is. A man should leave his his parents and cleave unto his wife. There's that. I have a ton of, of scriptures that are up here that I that I looked into. But in those days, we also didn't have people having children, getting married and then divorcing, going and getting another man to take care of the children who you previously were married to. We didn't have that. So should biblical principles still even apply to this? And I'm asking well, you, Chris, because you 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 are heavily believing in this, and you're sort of siding mm-hmm. with her based on the biblical principle. So that's why I'm asking you that. Well, the scripture also indicates that there is no thing under the sun. So when that you know is talking about, it basically means that there is nothing new. That I guess we are just now, I guess, uh, starting to find out. That that you know we're trying to figure out. Well, should we do this? Should this apply here? Should this apply here? And the reality is, you know, all scripture is spirit given and it's divinely given. And there is a lot of things in scripture that can help somebody who is dealing with a situation like this. While we are still trying to figure out exactly what can happen next, the reality of it is, if you are a believer and if you are somebody that believes in the Bible and things of that nature. You can go from Genesis to Revelation and figure out exactly how do I handle this specific problem mm-hmm. or not so much problem, but this issue, uh, this life, thing. life, life right. issue or question. Yeah, it, right. So as far as what she is saying, as far as moving forward, what she wants to do in her next marriage, ideally, she's learning, OK, this is what I didn't do in the first two marriages. Maybe she's now I can only go based off of what 
she said. Yeah. She said that I that in my next marriage I'm gonna make sure that I place my husband first. Mm-hmm. And she's not wrong in that aspect because the husband is the head of the household. And, you know, the husband is the one that leads, provides, covers the family, prays and things of that nature. Yeah, the but- wife is the one I, I, um, I hear you. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm in agreement with you, Chris. I The question that I have is, what does that even mean? And I know it's a bit ambiguous because we're just taking a clip off of what she said. We She didn't right. she didn't get very specific as to what she means by I'm going to put my husband first. Right. We don't know what that means. A lot of people and I think you alluded to this before. A lot of people would say be careful in that, you know, a man especially not the biological father of said children, a man can just up and leave. And what happens once you put that man before your kids who will probably, if if he did leave, possibly could never, ever be in your children's lives again. That's the danger that I see with that. It's different. Again, I think it's much different if you're saying, I'm, you know, I'm going to put my husband first, who's also the biological father of of these children. And I do also understand that you are raising your kids to at some point leave you, leave both of (laughs) y'all, leave this house. So you still have to tend to your husband. You still have to continue life with your husband. I totally get that. Your kids are going to go off and, and leave the two of you there. So what happens if you put your kids first all this time? You did everything for them, waited on them hand and foot before your husband, and then they leave. And now he's looking at you like, yeah, uh, (laughs) you get what I mean? Like it just that part wouldn't work. So maybe it is about finding the balance. I do agree with what um, Fahima said over in YouTube. She said people need to do what what they think is appropriate for them personally. Uh, However, her commentary seems troubling to me. First of all, uh, first of all, everyone isn't a Christian. That part is true. Uh-huh. Pretty Brown Mimi says if Latoya Luckett is going biblically, but biblically, wives honor husbands. Husbands honor wives and you both submit to Christ. It's her life. Um, Marcus Atkins, I think a woman should tend to the husband's needs, but also the woman should be there to nurture her children. Uh, the husband should help her raise her children because he is married to her. It's equal. And Fahima, she says, where does it say in the Bible to put your husband over your children? It does not say that. I th- I agree. I, that's what I'm telling you. It don't say that in the Bible, nor does it. It doesn't even really allude to that. It only really talks mostly about how a wife should be to her husband. So with that being said, I, and I, I hear you, Chris, you're saying there's nothing new under the sun. I hear you, but I, I could. We just don't have a lot of time to battle this, <laughs> to, to go back and forth I on this. I wish we did. But I, I wish totally we did. But I, because I'm saying the when, when the Bible was written back in the day, yeah, it's like, I get it. I understand the principles, but so much has changed ever since then that what would the, what would the Bible say about now? If you're divorced, if you remarry. You get what I'm saying? And like, what would the Bible actually say about putting your husband, who is not the biological father of your children, first? Well, even though we don't have a definitive answer to what that could be, this is what my response to that will be. What's already written that, you know, we believe in, those of us that are practicing Christians, mm-hmm. I don't ever believe in trying to reinvent the, in trying to reinvent the will. If it's already in there, I believe in the old folks that used to tell me like this. Stick to the script because it works. <laughs> okay. Now, I, t- I totally get, hey, times change and you got to adapt. But 
if the Bible was written how many years ago and it's still relevant till today, especially when it comes to the relationships, if you're a believer and things of that nature, what you never want to do is go against what has already been written. Mm. And I'm a firm believer in, in this because I practice it and I'm a firm believer in it because I live it. If you love the Lord and make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do, God is going to make sure that you lead your wife that you lead your your kids and everything falls in order once you follow God. All right. Amen and amen. Um, Listen, Chris, it was good to have you on today. Again, I truly appreciate you, your insight. We got to have you on again, man. We'll, we'll, we'll try to make that happen very, very soon. Can you let everybody know where they can find you online? You can find me online on Instagram at Chris Gunther, on Facebook at Chris Gunther. And make sure that if you're on IG right now, you give Robin a follow at Robin because this woman is special. She took time out to let a young brother come come in. I appreciate it. Follow her on IG right now at Robin A's, man. Peace and love, y'all. Oh, I appreciate you deeply. Thank you so much, Chris. Enjoy the rest of your <laughs> evening. Um, I don't know. Well, you know what? Big ups to Latoya Luckett because she put it out there and now she is the, the topic of conversation. But, you know, mostly... What it's always about, in my opinion, is is the uh, the well-being of her children. As a matter of fact, that's pretty much all that I care about. We can discuss this whole husband and putting your husband first type thing any day. But as long as her kids are good, they're happy, and they're well taken care of, that's all that actually really matters. I hear you over here in YouTube. I hear your... Uh, <laughs> overwhelming 73% of you who say that uh, a woman should not put her husband before her kids when he isn't the biological father. All right. Well, like I told you before, we have an awesome interview coming up for you on the other side. I'm so excited to talk to this man, Barry Brewer Jr., as well as I personally am going to go out tomorrow night and uh, I'm going to see this live taping of his. It's going to be off the chain. So many amazing uh, features that he has. Guess who's who's coming out. You guys also can have your opportunity. If you want your tickets, go ahead and call Andy right now, 1-800-920-1580, and get yourself a pair. We are about to get to some news, traffic, and sports, and we got that interview coming for you on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, BB, and you're listening to me on The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Yeah. Hey, hey. We sending this one out to all You the are inside The Raw Report on KBLA all Talk 1580. Listen, I told you what time it is. I am so excited. This man here, you have seen him on Tyler Perry's Bruh. BET's Game People, Games People Play. I love that show, by the way. SWAT, America's Got Talent, all kinds of things. His own comedy special, but he's here to talk about another one. Almost Jaded, his upcoming live comedy taping this Thursday, which is tomorrow, October 5th, at the Saban Theater at 7 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. Oh, my goodness. Please welcome Barry Brewer Jr. to The Raw Report. Hello, Barry. How are you today? I'm well. Thank you so much for having me on. How are you? You know, I am fantastic. It's Wednesday. You know what they say. We are almost there. And you, sir, you are really almost there because tomorrow is the big day. How are you feeling? What is the what is the energy like, you know, kind of revving up into your show date? Oh, yes. I'm excited. Uh, anticipation. Exciting. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, you always have those those jitters and you know, you just want everything to go well. And, you know, right before you get to something, it seems like everything's 
tries to go wrong, but that's just a part of it, man. So I'm just excited to to do what I love and to be blessed to do it. You know, yeah. um, started this journey 20 plus years ago, and you know, doing a stand up special is has always been the dream, and I've been fortunate to do one already, and I'm just excited to t- tackle it again. So. Um, just very excited and great and great, you know, gracious mm-hmm. at the opportunity to do it again. You know, um, there are quite a few people from Chicago who come over to LA and they start killing the game. We watch them on their rise through the ranks and, um, you, you seem to be one of those as well. I mean, how does that feel? You know, Thank people you. from Chicago or in any other city, but right now we're talking about Chicago. Y'all rep hard. <laughs> y'all rep real hard. And y'all like, listen, I'm, I'm from Chi-Town. And what does that feel like to see other people, your, your peers really on their, on their rise as well. And then you guys know each other and maybe kind of ran into each other at some of the comedy clubs. And now looking at each other, do what you do. You've, you've, um, you're skyrocketing. Your career is on this upward trajectory. What does that feel like to, you know, go back home and experience all the, all the love from your, your people in Chicago? Oh, it feels amazing. It's a blessing. Uh, it's a, it it shows you good things comes out of places that's not you know as popular for it being good mm-hmm. you know um, there's a grind there's a um, a certain level of grit that you develop being from Chicago and obviously taking that into entertainment L A wherever you take that grit and what you've learned and you apply it and I think because of that guys you know it's been blessing me you know and blessing all of my other people that's from there and people that's been doing it. i think we just have that grit and grind and we don't let life to <laughs> take us down you know life happens and we because where we come from we <laughs> we're familiar mm-hmm. we're familiar so we like you know the only thing to do is continue to move forward the only way is up so we just continue to grind and just blessed to be here still doing it so yeah. i just feel amazing and gratitude is the most the most popular emotion i feel just to be able to be here and be blessed and come from where I come from and see that I'm able to, you know, be able to do these things because some people ain't even make it to, to even be grown and people I was raised around. So mm. I'm just very honored and blessed to be here in my life. Yeah. Well, speaking of that grit, being from Chicago and everything, because, yeah, you know, we hear stories, right? We hear stories. I mean, L.A. is, is something, something, too, but Chicago is, like, different. But to have, to be raised from Chicago and then to do what you do now, you you started doing comedy in, like, churches, if, I, if I'm if i understanding correctly. Yeah. You started doing church. So you, uh, clearly you had to learn how to do clean comedy. So you do comedy for everybody. Definitely. Church is my, you know... Uh, Cheryl Underwood gave me a great note. I used to say, oh, I'm a Christian comedian. She said, no, you're a comedian. That's a Christian. Mm. But um, church has definitely been my foundation because that's where, I, you know, it's when my, I learned that I had talent in music and then I learned I had talent in comedy. And so it's been my foundation for sure just in my whole walk of life. So um, I, you know, started there. And so my style of comedy is just, transparency all walks of life and so but that's why because of my foundation um so yeah i started there and <laughs> you know trying to make black church people laugh is, is definitely a, <laughs> a art form of it of its own right <laughs> like being a comedian is one thing but black church older people making them laugh is a whole nother thing um so <laughs> it just definitely built <laughs> built my muscle in this craft 
to be able to make everybody laugh and then going into Chicago and making those people because they're just very honest, you know? Mm-hmm. And then in church, you know, they're just very judgmental sometimes. And so comedy in church when I started out was not popular. Now people doing church shows and it's a real thing now. You know, churches use that often and kind of have that. But back 20 years ago, I seem old. I sound old when I started when I was young, but... <laughs> 20 years ago, that just wasn't popular. I was raised in a holiness church, you know, so uh, mm-hmm. doing it like people just, it was unusual, you know, mm-hmm. so, but when I first started in church, I kind of, you know, it wasn't always a lot of opportunities there, so I would take my acting to the clubs and learn how to be funny there, and mm-hmm. so just kind of learning the whole art form has been a journey, but yeah, starting there has <laughs> was definitely helpful. <laughs> yeah, um, clearly you have mastered what it feels like and how to come off and be funny without you know without having to be over the top without having to to curse and all of that it's your facial expressions i mean it is how you come i'm telling you i'd be rolling okay there is one clip that you have that went viral (laughs) where you were talking about the (laughs) you were talking about the gay date I'm telling you, I was Oh my goodness. I, I'm so looking forward to this show. Um, before we get into that show for just a little bit, I do want to ask you there. Once I talked about the fact that you were going to be on the Rob Report, I had several people hit me up and said, can you please ask them about the whole crew is stupid? Like, how can you know how yeah. how did how did you? Come over, come over here to L.A. You start. Well, number one, I'm, I'm sure that's just one of the branches. That's just one of the things that you've done since you've um, not just L.A., but you've gotten out of Chicago and started to go here and there in Atlanta and all these places. Uh, what was it like to connect with like minded people and to grow uh, online as well as like television and all that stuff? Is it just, you know, funny recognizes funny. Good people recognize good people. How does that work? Well, first of all, shout out to Big John Minks. They'll be in the building. The whole crew is stupid. We'll be there. Ken and Craig will all be in the building. And John Minks is performing. So the whole crew will be there. Um, It's it's exactly all those things you said. Like-minded people, like-spirited. I met Ja, Big Ja, um, in 2011, 2012. We met early on in a a comedy club. He's a stand-up as well. Mm -hmm. And so, I, you know, he went to school. I mean, he was a football player, but he also minored in film. And so we, I knew that he directed and did stuff. So we did a short film that I wrote back then. Mm-hmm. So we were always connected on the film note. And then as the Internet progressed, we started doing sketches. And I was just a standard stand-up, like, hey, I'm going to do this stand-up. And hopefully it's translated to television and film and just continuing to work that craft. And he started really doing well in the, you know, content space of, of social media and um some friends of mine carmen and chris uh shout out to them they was like you need to do something to get in in, in, in social media and i was just like uh people in social media are not funny that's that's how i felt <laughs> but it wasn't all of them it was just a, it was not a lot you know people just doing a lot of things i'm like i'm already a stand-up comedian i already have a reputation of being funny i don't want to just be doing content to do it and then I was like, well, Ja, he is funny. I was like, so I hit Ja up. I was like, hey, man, if you ever need somebody in your sketch, some let me know. And we was already friends. He's like, oh, yeah, for sure. And so he called me over to create this idea he had. And uh, we did that one. And then the next one was the whole crew is stupid. And I don't know 
Uh, for whatever reason, he believes I'm that guy that thinks he knows it all. Um, <laughs> I think people think I am that guy because I do talk a lot, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think I know it all. Um, but there is some things I do know. But uh, no, I think the um, the sketch was kind of created by him by a real situation, and uh, we did it not knowing, you know, just kind of building our brand, doing the thing that we felt that helps us continue to just. If you want to get to where you're going, sometimes you got to do what's in your capacity to do and just allow other things to fall in place. Mm -hmm. And that's what we were doing and not knowing that that would go viral, not knowing that that would open doors for us or to even bring us to a, you know, a broader audience. Mm -hmm. So it was just a blessing and us just doing us and him being funny, him being a good person and us connecting early on and developing a friendship and a brotherhood was that. And then Minx was like a guy he connected with and, kind of started to, you know, kind of come up under his umbrella. So that's how everybody kind of came. But Ja, Big Ja is kind of the leader to kind of, like, bring everybody together, to be honest with you. Everybody's kind of took his his knowledge in film and started to apply it to our own channels and things like that. Obviously, I was a filmmaker, but I didn't know as much as him, so I learned a lot from him and mm -hmm. creating sketches and so forth. And, you know, I knew funny, but kind of framing it in this content world was definitely a lot of, learning that we learned from him like everybody kind of in our crew has taken a lot from him so we have to give him a lot of credit because he was a big part of that whole if not all the part of that concept wow wow uh forrest harrison he's watching over here on youtube he says uh big jaw the gangster hitman that's funny very very funny <laughs> <about Tiberius>. <laughs> <laughs> you all are very very funny and speaking of you doing you, you you will be doing you tomorrow uh i am so tomorrow. excited to be watching almost jaded live uh that's going to be a yes. live comedy taping tomorrow happening October 5th at the Saban Theater. That's over in the Beverly Hills. And um, you got two tapings, 7 p.m. and 9.30. Very quickly, before I yes. let you go and get on with the rest of your night and, and, and relax before your big show tomorrow, can you let everybody know what to expect? I mean, obviously, a lot of laughter. Uh, what What is a, a night like with you doing stand-up comedy? Oh, man, I think it's just a night of entertainment. You're going to have a good time. You're going to laugh. You're going to learn some. We're going to talk about real issues that I think a lot of people don't speak to, you know, like co-parenting and child custody and mm. marriage and dating and, you know, different things, social issues in the world and how we feel, but nobody don't want to say anything because we don't offend <laughs> anybody. Yep. Like, right. Like sometimes you're like, I have to keep that to myself. Like I want to address all that and make it fun and loving, you know, with the spirit of love for sure. But it's going to just be a good time Oh with, wow. tomorrow night. It's yeah. going to be a great time. I mean, from the features that we have to, um, I don't want to brag, but I've been put in the, putting in the work to present this special. And so I'm just hoping it's an amazing night and people come out and enjoy it. It's going to be so many people now to enjoy along with us. So um, if you're free, if you're not doing anything, the Saban Theater in Beverly Hills tomorrow, Thursday, October 5th, is going to be lit. For sure. Yeah, it is. I will definitely be in the house. I'm going to attend your 9.30 p.m. Uh, taping. I am just way too excited. You have no idea. Um, everybody, 
If you have not gotten your tickets yet right now, you can get a pair if you call Andy right now, a 1-800-920-1580. Call Andy right now if you want to be there in the crowd watching almost jaded Barry Brewer Jr. Uh, I'm so excited to watch you, and I truly appreciate you taking the time to call me the day before. I know it's a big deal. Uh, I'm really excited to see you. I'm really, really excited. Congratulations on this as well. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, and I appreciate you and all that you're doing just having me. I really do. And please be encouraged to keep going where you're going and doing what you're doing. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of your night, and I will see you tomorrow. (laughs) I'll see you tomorrow for sure. Thank you again (laughs) for having me. Absolutely. Enjoy your night. All right. Thank you. Well, uh, when we come forward... We have your uh, Who's Got Next. We're going to get into that. We've got What I Don't Want You to Miss. All kinds of good stuff. Um, I truly appreciate Barry Brewer Jr. for calling. And, um, and again, if you want to join us tomorrow, that's where I'll be at Almost Jaded, the live comedy taping. You can call Andy, 1-800-920-1580. All right. When we come forward, we'll get to all that other stuff. You're listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Rob Report. Keep it locked. Yup, you are back with the Robin Ayers on The Rob Report. I truly, truly appreciate Barry Brewer Jr. for calling in today. And I am way too excited to watch this. Number one, I love comedy just as a just as a general rule. I love comedy. I love and I'm a hard laugher. Like I, I laugh like from the belly <laughs> and I often cry to tears when I watch. And so uh, being sincere, I genuinely have already followed him, uh, his career and, you know, laugh a lot when I watch him because I'm serious when I say what's really great is his facial expressions. Obviously what he's saying, the content and all that, but his facial expressions are just on point. For me, that's that's one of the things. For some people, it could be the voice. It could be, you know, their gestures, their mannerisms. For, but for him, definitely, a uh, it's it's a lot in the facial expressions. But what he's talking about as well. Uh, we have another winner. So excited for you, Leslie, to come out to the show and watch the show with us with all of our other winners. I will be giving these tickets uh, where the names, they will be at Will Call. At the Saban Theater, again, that's happening tomorrow. It's going down. If you want to make it at 7 p.m., great. If you want to make it at 9.30 p.m., great. Uh, That is going to be waiting for you at Will Call. What I don't want you to miss, I'm going to get to that first. Uh, Janelle Monae is going to be at, she's performing October 18th. This is a really good month. By the way, did I say it's Libra season? Have I said that this 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 episode? Okay, yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Cause wait, Andy, does you don't fall under Libra though, do you? You do. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. He's he's on the cusp. All right. But I'm a, I'm gonna let you come over here and get and get you some Libra season energy. You know. <laughs> Remember, Andy's birthday is on the 23rd, so we are gonna be celebrating. I'm on the 12th, but I'm not gonna be here. I will be off that day. How awesome is that? But definitely, you don't want to miss Janelle Monet. If you are a Janelle Monet fan, you can go over to SeatGeek and get tickets. She is performing here in Los Angeles. And um, I like Janelle Monet. I just didn't like how she was being at the Essence Awards. Okay, I'm, I'm going to digress on that. Uh, what we are going to do right now is go ahead and get into our Who's Got Next. And this is 
really, truly, this guy is doing some major things. He's doing some big things. And uh, I'm excited to play his song because I was jamming earlier on. Please pardon me if I don't say his say this say it right. It's Gariba, Gariba, Gariba Imposters official video directed by Primo Prime. Uh, check this out. It's actually a bop. Uh-huh. Well, the wicked them are front, but them see me high class.